Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Hiram Roche. And as always, it is an honor to be here with my Greatness tribe. And listen, on tonight, I am truly excited because we have been on this journey, really preparing ourselves for this next season, this next year, as we're about to walk into 2024. It is truly exciting because I believe walking into this new year, walking into this new space, this new season of our lives is going to be totally different than how we began this year. How we started 2023 is not the way that we have ended 2023. Now, I know you're probably saying, now listen, Harm, you know, it sounds good, but um, it might be, this might be the same and this over here might be the same, but here's the reality. Because of the type of conversations that we have been having, I can say that in the ending of 2023, going into 2024, we are more prepared uh, than we have been before. We, we're probably more ready for this next year and ready for this next season. And we probably have a different type of mindset that we did when we first began in 2023. And so with that being said, okay, your finances might not have changed as of yet. Your relationship might be the same currently. Um, you might see different things around you that has not physically changed as of yet. But understand this, I would dare to say that the momentum that we are creating, the thing that we are talking about, the stuff that we are thinking about, the things that we are building, the things that we are creating is for this factor alone to know that walking into this next season I'm already starting the motor that needs to be ran uh, to go in the direction that I want to be able to go into for this next year and for this next season. And I know that you are doing the very same thing. So we have dealt with our vision. We have dealt with our imagination. We have dealt with in reference to being able to make sure that we have a clear, precise plan, um, a schedule, some habits that we have been able to cultivate as we are getting prepared for this next year. And so what I wanted to do tonight is I really just wanted to take some time and have a conversation with you because sometimes what I can realize and what I know is that when you are pursuing say bombarded with these type of information, when you are trying to create stuff and write things down and create your vision and put all of these different pieces to, uh, to together, put all these puzzle pieces together, then what happens sometimes is if you feel like you are getting overwhelmed by the level of conversation, if you are feeling like you are giving, getting overwhelmed by the level of planning that you are doing, if you feel like you're getting overwhelmed by that right now, then what will end up happening is you will force trying to start it in the next season and in this next year. But because you're already overwhelmed by planning it, then what can end up happening is once you start actually working it and it starts feeling overwhelmed, you have the more you have more potential to stop. And on our last conversation that we had, 
one of the things that we mainly leaned on is that I don't want us to be able to say things or make plans for stuff that we will not succeed in or that we will not finish. I don't want us to be able to say we're going to do things. I don't want us to write down plans. I don't want us to put down stuff on our on our paper or even communicate these things to our family and say, this is the thing that we're doing. This is the goal that we're going after. This is the vision that we're going that we're creating for our next year. This is how our 2024 is going to look despite of what it looks like right now. I don't want us to go through all of those things and then we start the process, but don't finish the process. I don't want us to go into this next year with that thought process, with that mindset, nor with that behavior. So what I wanted tonight to be is I wanted us to be able to have a conversation really with the simple thought process of just asking, are you ready? Because see, here's the thing. Yes, we've written down the vision. Yes, we have created this wonderful thing from our imagination. We've included that in the vision that we have written. And then we've also started to prepare the plan in reference to what our schedule is going to be, how it's going to look for 2024, how we've broken it down from um, the full year to we've broken it down all the way to quarters. Uh, we've broken it down to months. We've broken it down to weeks, all the way down to days. So we know exactly what this is going to look like for our next year. We know exactly every single day what needs to be done so that we can make sure that we are achieving our goals. And we've also got to a point of realizing and understanding that there are going to be some adjustments that we're going to have to make along the way, which is great, which is cool, which is good. All of those things. But here is the part that I'm asking you, are you ready? One of the things that um, uh, one of my cousins used to share with me or say to me um, is that he felt like that I was afraid um, I was afraid not to per se fail, which I think that's one side of some of the things sometimes that I do feel afraid as, as we will talk about tonight, but also this other piece of feeling afraid to succeed. Now, I, I, sometimes I don't understand that thought process. I really don't. Sometimes the, the statement of being able to say that you are afraid to succeed, I think, is almost crazy. And, and, and the reason why I say that is because Every one of us want to succeed in areas of our lives, right? You want to be able to be a, have a successful relationship. You want to be able to have be successful financially. You want to be successful in reference to um, the things that you're going after, the stuff that you're trying to create. You want to be successful in your relationship with God, right? You want to be successful in these things. You, you most importantly, you want to be successful in how you treat yourself, in your emotional health and, and taking care of your body. Those are things that every one of us want to be successful in, right? But when you hear the statement being a, being afraid to succeed, right? When you hear that statement, when you think of that mindset, what you think of, um, or what I think of, I'll say it this way, is I think about being afraid to not be able to handle the success that comes with the dream or the vision or the goal that I have. 
that I'm going to say that again. That's for me, what I feel like the context of being afraid of success is feeling like you cannot, you will not be able to handle the level of success based upon your vision and your dream, almost to the point where in the, in the, in the fullness of this, it will be too much for you to handle. So you are afraid of being able to give it all because you feel like if I give everything I got, if I actually pour in the time, if I actually pour in the effort, if I actually take the time to study this, if, if I actually take the time to write these things down, then it is going to be so big because of what I see in my mind, it is going to be so big that I will not be able to handle it. But here's the part that I love. Um, as as probably truthful as that is, <laughs> in some sense, as, as much as that is truthful for me, um, I would dare also to say that through a conversation I had this weekend with somebody, uh, they made a statement that I believe is vitally important. And the statement that they made was, you don't realize, in a nutshell, you don't realize, you don't realize the people that you are affecting in not doing what you are supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm, I'm a pause because I want us to think of this. You, we don't understand who we are affecting in us not doing or not becoming the person that we are supposed to be, we don't know who we're affecting. Just like in some reality, we really don't know who we are affecting when we are doing the things that we are supposed to be doing, when we're walking in the thing that we are called to be able to walk in, when we're creating the things that we are called to be able to create, we really don't know the amount of people are the type of people that we are impacting. Like, for example, even on this podcast, right, for the podcast, I really don't know who is really listening. Now, now let me clarify. Yes, I look at analytics. Yes, I look at my numbers. Yes, all of those wonderful things, right? Yes, I look at who comes onto the live. Um, but here's the reality. When it comes to the listening part of the podcast for Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or um, Spotify or the different platforms that this uh, podcast is on, I don't know who the individuals are, right? But then here's the next level. I don't know who you are taking this information and communicating that to. So I really don't know who I'm impacting or the real type of impact that I make. There's a statement that I remember uh, uh, not too long ago. There was there was a statement that I that I, I would say that I felt leading or felt was a real impact in a conversation that I had. Because, you know, sometimes, again, we're just having a conversation tonight, uh, sometimes looking at different people or looking at different examples of people, right? There are certain people that I follow, uh, specifically in the podcast realm, and I'm, I'm following them for various different reasons. Some because I'm listening to the 
good quality of information that they're providing, um, the wisdom, the guidance that they're giving for different things, right? But then also I'm following because I'm looking at different things. I'm looking at how do they communicate. I'm looking at their flow. I'm looking at um, um, the type of uh, conversations that they're bringing to the table. I'm looking at how they're posting and how consistency, how consistent they're posting on different things. Like I'm looking at all of those pieces of the puzzle when I am watching them or observing how they're doing, right? And in the midst of that, sometimes you can get so stuck because you can look at the type of numbers that they're providing, how many people are following them, how many um, people are viewing their stuff, right? Now, on one end, it's a good thing because what you're observing is you know that the system that they're working or the thing that they're doing is workable because it is actually effective, is actually working on their behalf. It's, it's, it's providing certain things, right? But here's the thing, because of the type of generation that we live in, we get so uh, stuck on, we get so moved by the amount of followers that we have and the amount of subscribers that we have, right? And we get so so caught up in those numbers, which, and again, on one sense, on the business side, it's a good thing that you're watching these things and you're seeing all these things, right? But on the flip end of that coin, here's the other part. We're so moved by followers. We're so moved by friends. But in the space that I'm working in and based upon the vision that I have and based upon the things that I see in my mind of what I want to be able to create and do specifically for what I'm doing right now, here's the reality of the, the insight that I saw is you have a lot of people that have a lot of followers, but you don't have a lot of people that are being converted. I'm going to pause and say that one more time. You have a lot of people that they have a lot of followers, but you might not. Let me use that word. You might not have a lot of people that are following them that are actually having some conversion. And what do I mean? They're having some form of development or change within their lives because here's the reality. The person that is on the other side of that camera, the person that is communicating in some way or form, they really don't know who they're affecting or if it's effective unless they're doing stuff like, hey, let's have events or they're having Q and A's or they're having people that's that's making little statements. But the majority of, of the statements compared to the amount of followers that they have, we really don't know the type of people that they are converting. They are changing or developing, right? So in my fear of what I do in my thought process of what I'm doing, here's the reality. Me and you have to create or do what we're called to do, do what we see in this vision, because the reality again, I'm just echoing this statement again, is we really don't know who we are or not impacting. You don't know. You don't know what words, the words that you're speaking out of your mouth, how that's impacting people in multiple different rooms. You don't know how the thing that you have not created yet, that you know that you're supposed to create, you know you're supposed to be able to do, you know you're supposed to have been working on that and been developing that. You don't know how that was supposed to or is going to impact people. You, I'm not talking about just your family. I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about the audience of people 
people that are sitting out there in the world that is waiting for the thing that you're supposed to create, that's waiting for the one that you're supposed to support, that's waiting for the thing that you're supposed to write, that's waiting for the thing, the business that you're supposed to create. There are people out there waiting for that. And and if we are so afraid of the success of us not being able to control or handle the, the amount of weight or the level of things that we think will happen, then again, if we're so afraid to do it, and so we're so afraid to the point that we are paralyzed, that we don't do it, then we are affecting people without even knowing it in a negative way because they're not getting the help, the assistance, the guidance, the wisdom, the insight. They're not getting what they need so that they can be able to be successful. So the question or the mindset today that I wanted to be able to communicate to us is really thinking about, are you ready not specifically, are you ready to write your vision? No. Are not, are you ready to be able to start walking in your plan? No. Are you ready for when your plan actually succeeds? Because sometimes what happens in the process of planning, in the process of writing, we're writing the vision, we're writing all of these pieces, which is great, but sometimes we're writing it with the expectation for it to work, but then sometimes we are surprised when it actually does. <laughs> so this is what I want us to do. I want to make sure that you are taking time to get Ready. Now, what do I mean by ready? I'm not talking about get your bank account ready. You should already have that. You should already have a bank account. You should already have your plan. Um, your plan also, remember, it includes your budget because you're talking about your finance. So you should be able to have a budget. You should have a layout of what you're going to do and what needs to be done, how that's going to look on a month-to-month -month basis, right? That, that I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about are you emotionally ready to succeed? Are you emotionally ready that if your or when, let me stop saying if, when your money does exactly or more than what you have put on your vision, are you ready to be able to handle that correctly? Are you ready emotionally? That was more so mental. Emotionally, are you ready for when your relationship goes to the level that you wanted to go in your marriage, with your children, with your friends, with some of your family members? Are you ready for what that level looks like? Are you emotionally ready to be able to handle what that next level looks like? Like, for example, are you ready that for the business that you're trying to create, the stuff that you have written down, are you ready for your business to take it to another level, which is going to put you in different type of rooms, which is going to put you around people that you probably have never been, been around before? Are you emotionally ready to be able to handle that? Now, the reason why I asked that question is because I remember um, where, for example, for uh, where coming back from uh, moving from Texas, being in that type of environment, raised in the church, working in the church, all of those wonderful things. When I now am not working in the church on a nine to five, and I, my main obligation and my main job is to be able to work in uh, the banking industry, that type of thing. I was ready for the job per se, 
because I knew the skill set. I have some, I had some insight on that. I've been doing finances for over 20 years, right? So, so I got some time in the game. So I know specifically in some sense what, what some of these pieces look like. I know what that looks like or what that should look like in these different areas, right? I know some of the basics, but what I was not ready for I'm just, we out here. What I was not ready for emotionally was not for the job. I was not ready for the emotional part that comes in in doing the job at the level that I'm supposed to do at. So for example, I wasn't ready to be able to walk into rooms where I didn't know nobody and what nobody saying Jesus and amen. They bought business. I was not emotionally ready to, to sit in that room and then have to be able to build relationships with these. I wasn't emotionally ready because I hadn't had to do that before. So I understood that the level that I was walking in, the place that I'm in, I understood that that was going to require something of me, right? I understood that, but what I was not ready for is the emotional part that it will pull on me to be able to do the job. I'm thinking that the only thing that's going to help me to do the job is not just my personality, but my mindset. So I came to the room, I came to the door, I came to the table thinking and believing that the only thing I needed was the skill set and the personality. But what I've now required now now understood is when I come to the table, they're not just asking for my, my mindset. Some of these conversations that I'm having is not just asking for my skill set. They're not just asking for my personality. They're asking for my emotional part. And I'm not and I was not ready for that. Why was I not ready? Because here's the part why I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it because I was still struggling with having trust issues. I was still struggling with trusting people. Still struggling with the context of where some people would say this, but then do this. Or people would, people, some people would, would say, I got you, but then you don't, they don't got you. Like, you know, I was, I was not ready for someone to say, hey, listen, I got you. Tell me how I can help you. And they really mean it. So when I'm walking into this room, I'm not expecting you're going to ask or need that part of me. So I was not ready for that. So the question then is, Hiram, how do we get ready? You have to be in a place in a position where you go on and you break down this thought process. Okay, look, based upon what my vision is for my job or based upon what my vision is for this business, when the business goes to the level that it needs to, what is going to be required? Not just time. Time, yes, it's going to be required. Finances, yep, that might be required. Ain't no might, that is going to be required when you're talking about a business. That is going to be required. Okay, connections, that's going to be required. That means I'm going to eventually need a team. I'm going to need some support. I'm going to need to uh, get some assistance from people that I might not know or people that I do know, right? But what is required of me? Some stuff that's required of you is your mindset. 
is how you think about it is is how your perspective on how you look at things specifically for the business that you're trying to create right but also yes also the time yes your time is going to be needed so not only the time that you put in but the time that you're using to develop the mindset the skill that you need to be able to take this business to that level right all of the, those things are required but also what's required is your emotions because why? Because as you are building it, it's going to become stressful. That's one side. It's going to become stressful. And if it becomes stressful, then that means it's going to be a burden on you or it can be able to be um, a weight on you that you might feel like you are carrying for a certain season because there is a lot that you have to put in for it to go to that next level. So it can feel emotionally weighty. And that's just you building the business. That's not what the people around you are pulling on you for. So, so the level of different things that it requires, that one thing requires, allows you to be able to say, hey, listen, I need to do something because I need to make sure that I am ready when this succeeds. For example, also, I remember... Uh, this is probably now, uh, I give it about 30 days. I ain't even going, I don't even think it's farther than that. I just say 30 days. 30 days ago, right, there was, um, I'm, I'm scrolling and I see this statement. I think I mentioned it to y'all. And one of the things that it said that I need to do is I needed to change my day-to-day -day habits, right? And one of the reasons why it said it is because you need to change your habits because of where you are going. Again, I thought it was powerful. I thought it was a powerful statement. You need to change your habits because of the direction, because of the level, because of the next thing that you're about to walk into. You need to be able to look at the habits that you're doing, the schedule that you're doing, the pattern of stuff that you're doing. Even when it comes to your prayer life, you need to be able to change these things. You need some of this stuff to get rooted deeper because of where you are about to walk into, because of the vision that God is showing you, because of the door that is about to be open, right? You need to be able to be prepared for what that next looks like for you. Right. So in the process of doing this, what I started to do as soon as I started to try to change my day to day habits. When I wake up, this is what I do now. I, certain things that I do in the morning um, is certain things I do on my way to going to work. Like, for example, one of the things that I do now. Yes, I yes, I do my devotion. Yes, I do my prayer time. Um, some, you know, I do some of those things. Right. I do those things. But one of the other things that I do is I make sure that every morning I am listening to some some encouraging word, something uplifting. Now, I'm not just talking about preaching. I'm talking about um, a motivational stuff, something that motivates me in the morning. I'm listening to that while I'm getting ready or I'm listening to that while when I'm when I'm jumping in the car on my way to work. My drive is a 30 minute drive, so I got some time. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'll, I'll listen to this motivational speaking in the morning because it motivates me for the things that I want to accomplish and do that day. But here's something else that I added to my, my routine, my, my thing, because of based upon the vision that I have now in the morning, I am doing vocal exercises every morning. Now I'm doing vocal exercises. Now my son's been clowning me, um, specifically my oldest, he's been clowning me a little bit, uh, surely over this Thanksgiving, um, break, but 
but it's something that I know I have to be able to do. Why? For two major reasons. One, I'm a speaker, so I need to make sure that I'm doing vocal warm-ups. It, it comes with this, right? But then also, here's the next level, I'm a singer. And the vision that I have, there are certain things that I want to do in both realms in 2024. So I need to be able to make sure that I am vocally prepared for this next level. So I need to build the habits that I need to be able to do to make sure that I'm do that I'm developing my voice, that I'm strengthening my voice in the only way that I can in the level into the season I'm at, I'm at. So why? Because when my vision happens the way that I'm seeing it, or if it goes beyond what I'm seeing it, I am now prepared for that. I am vocally prepared for that. Um, there are certain other things that I have to be able to do to make sure that I'm prepared for it physically, specifically, because vocally, when you're talking about vocally, specifically speaking, it's not just are you vocally strong is you have to be your lung capacity got to be strong. You got to have tight muscle. I ain't talking about you got to have abs. I'm just saying you 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 got to have some form of movement where you're where where your lungs are strong enough to be able to handle the level of stuff that you're trying to do. But I also understand that there's other pieces that come with that. That means that I have to listen more. I have to be able to read more. I got to take some time where I'm backing up a little bit so I can look at and observe the area and the things and the people that I'm speaking to. So there's different things that comes that requires, that is required based upon the vision and the goal that I have for next year. But again, if I'm not doing what I need to do, if I'm not examining what is required for that, then I will be, I will not be prepared to handle the success that I want for my future. And if I'm not prepared, then I will be scared. I will be afraid of the success because I don't feel that I can handle it. Now, understand this. We can handle success just like a parent can handle their first child. I don't know any parent. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how many assistance and helps that you got. I don't care any of those factors. At the end of the day, I don't know any parent that was fully prepared when it came to having their first child. I know I wasn't. And me and my wife, we made a dedicated decision to be able to wait. Um, I believe we did. Well, we said five years. I think we ended up waiting actually six years in our marriage before we had our first son. But we were not fully prepared because why? I've never had a son just like you've never been that successful. So because you've never been that successful, the only thing that you can do, you've never had a marriage that successful. You've never had a business that successful. You've never been in a successful place in your life. When I mean by in your life, I'm talking about you, where you were successful. You were successful, successfully strong, emotionally, mentally, physically. You were taking care of you. You had a strong relationship. You had a strong marriage. You was good financially. Your relationship with God was on another level that you've never, you've never been there before. So because you've never been there before, as much as you are preparing yourself, which is good, you are not be 100% prepared to handle everything that comes with that success. So don't, there's nothing to be afraid of it's just an understanding of when I get there, 
That means there are certain things that I'm going to learn at a new level and I'm prepared to do that. I'm prepared to do that. I might not have everything prepared for it, but I am prepared to learn from it. Are you prepared? Are you prepared to walk into the new space and learn what you need to learn to get it done, to be successful, to be effective? Are you prepared for that? If you're not prepared mentally, then again, then when success starts to come, you will become afraid and you will back off. You will stop. You will plateau. You will pause. But I don't want you to pause. I just want you to be prepared. That's all I want. So are you ready? Yes, we wrote the vision. Yes, you got your schedule. Yes, you got what habits you need. Yes, you understand all of those things. But now I just want you to think about, are you ready? Are you ready for what you're about to walk into? Are you ready to have the best marriage you've ever had? I know people that if they had the type of marriage that they really wanted, I, I would dare to say they wouldn't know how to handle it. I know people that don't know how to handle being happy because they've never been happy before. Or if they were happy, it's been so daggone long, they don't even remember how, to how that feel. But what we are preparing ourselves for is we're going to be ready for that. I want to be ready to be happy. I'm talking about truly down to my bone, happy. I want to, I'm going to be ready to be successful, have the best marriage I've ever had. Have the, have, be, be the best father I could ever be. Y'all see my, my, my youngest, he, he ain't crep in here. Just say hi to the people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to be ready for this. I want to be ready to be the best type of friend that I could be. I want to be ready to be the best type of son I could be. I want to be ready to be able to be the best type of podcaster I could be. I, I want to be ready to have success on all levels, be the best mentee that I could be. I want to blow my mentor's mind in 2024. I want to be successful in everything. And I recognize and I understand for me to do that, I have to be ready. I have to be ready for what it requires, but I have to also be ready for what it's going to teach. Life will teach you lessons. Your levels are going to require and teach you lessons. Just like you learn different lessons at different grade points. You started from, you know, just we can even go. I ain't going all the way down to kindergarten, but we can we can at every grade level of your life. When you was in school, it taught you different lessons. And just like that school taught you different lessons there. I, I always say this because I truly believe it. You learn more in the hallways than you did in the classroom. But you learned different lessons in that hallway at different levels of your life.
And just like those lessons that you learned going through those different seasons of life, when you're talking about elevation and you're talking about your success, there are going to be lessons that you and I are going to have to learn when we get to this next. I never had a hundred, a hundred thousand plus in my, in my account, just sitting there. So yes, have I already written out a plan of what that would look like? Have I already written down a plan of what I would be doing when I make that type of money? Yes, I have. So I'm, I'm ready for that because I got the plan. But let's be real, I've never had it before. So there is going to be certain lessons that I'm going to have to learn when I get to that level. When I get to that level, there's going to be certain conversations and certain lessons and certain things that I'm going to have to learn from my mentor. There's going to be certain lessons that I'm going to have to learn from different people, from different insights, even from people that I work with that can give me wisdom and guidance on how to be able to make those that type of money effective. Because my objective, my, one of my pieces of my vision, not just for 2024, but one of the pieces of my vision is I need to make sure, and I shared this with y'all before, I want to make sure that when it's all said and done, when I, when God, God chooses to take me back home to heaven, when, when my time is wrapped up, when everything is completed, when I have done what I needed to do, I want to make sure that my wife and my sons continue, can continue to move financially as if I'm still here. I don't want them to miss a beat financially. Yes, am I not going to be here and they're going to miss me? Yep, they will. Yes, is there going to be things that they're going to experience that I wish I could be there for? Yes. But one thing that they won't have to ever worry about is what they're going to have to eat. If they're going to have to move or do this or do this or strain here and struggle here. No, my objective is to be able to get to a point where I can be so successful financially and be in a good a financial state where even if God takes me, my family is still good. And let me clarify when I mean this, because the scripture says that my responsibility is to take care of generations. So I want to make sure that not just my wife and not just my two boys, but if God chooses to be able to bless my sons with children, they will be able to be good. I need two to three generations taken care of. So I have a responsibility and I have a thing, that, a work that I need. But that means that as I'm developing this, as I'm growing in this financially, we're just going to lean on the financial lane. As I'm developing and growing in my financial, that means that there is wisdom. There is things that I need at these levels that I've never been at before. But I have to be ready to be taught. Because sometimes what I've recognized that happens with people is they start walking in their success. They start seeing things move with their vision and with their dream and with their goal. And as they're moving in it, they get to a point where they feel like they don't need to be taught because now they're being successful. But the reality is that there is two teachers that you'll always need. Life is going to teach you. And then you need another teacher. You need someone that can be able to see into the place that you're going and give you 
thoughts, give you wisdom, give you guidance so you can know how to be effective in the season you've been in. Those are called mentors. You need a mentor to be able to teach you how to walk in the season and in the level that you're in. God has blessed me with a grand mentor that I can be able to say, and hey, listen, this is what's happening. And he can give me steps, guidance, wisdom on how to walk in this effectively. Now, just like any mentor, there are certain mentors that they say, hey, listen, this is how this is how far I go. Outside of this realm, you might need to find another. And if I got you, then that means there is something there's something else that's growing, developing within me that I need the guidance and wisdom in. It's still a teacher, but I have to answer or be realistic with myself and say, I'm ready to be taught. I'm not just ready to be able to put in the work. Yep, I'm ready for that. I'm not just ready to be able to learn what I need to learn. I'm not just ready to be able to have the hard conversations. No, I'm, I'm ready for those things, but I'm also ready. I'm also ready to learn. I'm also ready to be taught. I'm teachable. Because I realize that the only way that I'm going to get to the place that I'm going to get to, the only way that I can get to the level that I need to get to, the only way that I can get to the lifestyle that I want, the only way that I can be able to get to the place that I'm trying to get to is that there's going to be someone that is going to teach me. And if you're listening or if you're watching this and you're saying, listen, ain't nobody got to teach me nothing. I promise you the reason why I know you are being taught, that's why YouTube is as big as it is. YouTube is as big as it is, not just because there's hundreds of thousands of people that's, that's downloading uh, videos and content on it. No, they're, they're, YouTube is as big as it is because there are hundreds of people, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people that go on to YouTube trying to learn because they recognize is the only way that I'm going to get to the level that I want to. The only way that I'm going to be able to sharpen the skill set that I need, the only way that I'm going to be able to develop this relationship the way I want to, the, the marriage that I want to, the finances that I want to, my relationship with God the way I want to, the only way that some of these things are going to, the only way these things are going to get me to the place that I want to be able to get to is that I have to be able to learn. I got to be ready to learn. I got to always be in a position where I'm trying to learn and i'm learning on all levels let me explain what i mean by that and then we're gonna wrap this up tonight this was good for me but the way that i learn on all levels is i learn from my sons just like i learned from my mentor i learn from people that you would determine or say is on your own level just like i learn from people that is above me i learn from every angle because there's things that my sons teach me and there's things that my mentor teaches me. There's things that my sons teach me and there's things that my supervisor teaches me. There's things that my teammates teach me. There's things that people in my church teach me. There are things, there are things that I learned from my wife. There are things that I learned from my parents. 
There are things that I learned from some of my cousins. There are things that I learned from some of my friends. I'm learning. I want to learn on every level because I recognize that all the people that I am connected to, all the things that I am connected to are supposed to be teaching me something. And here is the reality. If I'm not learning from it, it's either two things. They are not supposed to be teaching me. <laughs> they are not supposed to be teaching me, which then means I'm supposed to be teaching you. Or I'm in the wrong circle. Again, it's if I'm not learning from you, I have to I have to also look at myself and say, am I not learning because I'm not looking at you correctly? I'm not learning because I haven't put myself in a position to learn. Or is it again? I'm not supposed to be in this circle. Don't mean that we can't be friends. Don't mean that we can't communicate. It's just in this space of my life, I recognize you can't teach me here. So I need to find somebody that can teach me here because I need, some, I need someone to teach me at this space. But if you're not the one, it's, no, it's not a problem. I just got to change my circle. I just got to move around a little bit. Just got to make some adjustments. Because why? I'm going to end this year, walking into next year with the same, with this mindset alone. I'm ready to learn. That, uh, that's it. I'm ready to learn. So we have a little bit over a month left before, the, before 2023 is over and complete. We got over a little bit over a month left, a little bit over 30 days left. So the question that I want you to push yourself is, are you ready? Are you ready to put in the work? Are you ready to learn what you need to learn? Are you ready to do the things that needs to be done? Are you ready to be able to make sure that you're taken care of? Are you ready to make sure that you are in the right mindset, in the right space? Or are you ready for this season? Because in this next 30 days plus, you have the time to put the work in in preparation. If you're a person that you have not written down your vision as of yet, you still got 30 days. If you haven't made sure that that is clear and you have not taken the time to communicate that to your family, to your, to your spouse, to those that need to be able to be a part of this vision, you got 30 days. Because why? We're not going to do this next year the same. Yes, we're ending our 2023 differently, but we're not going to do 2024 the same. So we got to make sure that we are ready. So be ready. Because I promise you that you're walking in this vision as you're creating your goals, as you're walking in your schedule. 2024 is going to be a successful year for you in all areas of your life. I love you all, family. And as always, it is an honor to be able to be here with you. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.